I think aside from the grace message, um, this subject of church, my, my personal views of church have been really misunderstood. In fact, I would meet some people here and there that would be like, hey, you're the guy that tells people not to go to church anymore. You know, and, uh, and that's not true. Uh, not once have I told anybody in the Philippines to not go to church. Um, I, I, I'm not asking you to agree with me. Just, just at least understand where I'm coming from. But I just want to say this in the beginning. I am not against the church. Okay, like at all. But for me, the things I'm going to be sharing, it's really things that I, I believe it's on the heart, hearts of a lot of people, but they're just too afraid to bring it up. But I'm sure all of us believe that we are the church. Like everybody believes that. You will not find one Christian that will deny that statement. But you'll hear statements from Christians that doesn't line up with that statement. For example, it's Sunday. We need to go to church. Or you'll, you'll go to a church building and they'll say, you'll tell your kids, shh, be quiet, I'm not. You know? You're in the church, you're in the house of God. You know? Or don't you go here. We're in the house of the Lord. <laughs> or things like that. Or, you know, you just look for a nice building or things like that. And when you hear statements like that, you can see that there's a lot of confusion, at least an inconsistency of people of how they use the word church today. And um, like my, my group, I could honestly say, like, um, I've been really hurt when it came to this whole church stuff here in the Philippines. I've had people from big churches here come up to my friends and say, hey, you need to leave. Stop hanging out with that Josh guy and come to a real church. You know, they would say things like that. And honestly, that would, it, it breaks my heart in a way. And in, in one perspective, I'm just like, oh, whatever. They don't understand what we're doing. But it just saddened that there's so many close-minded people. They say, Josh, what church do you go to? I'll say, what do you mean? When you ask someone, where do you go to church? It's just like asking them to go to themselves. You know, because we are the church. Uh, but I'm even willing to go a little bit further than some people because I think there's an unhealthy view because when everyone's like, well, I'm the church. So they kind of live their own Lone Ranger life and they stay away from community. I'm not promoting that type of church. When we talk about a church, the body of Christ is a body. The hand does not say to the foot, you're not needed anymore. So when the, the Bible talks about the church, it's talking about the corporate church, but also in the sense of community. The body of Christ was never described as an organization. But many times a church is, is used like it's like an organization. You have your board meetings, you have sh- uh, marketing strategies, you have to have these women's ministries, and you just have to do everything. It's like, it's, it's like networking in some way. But when you look in the scriptures about the church, the language was, was very much that has to do with life. It's called the body. Uh, it's called a vineyard. It's called a family. It's called a bride. Ancient Judaism has three elements to it. It's the priesthood, it's the priests, the sacrifices, and the temple. When Jesus died on the cross, he done away with all three. There's no more temple, there's no more sacrifice, there's no more priests. The temple of God is now in the priest now is all believers. It's called the priesthood of all believers. Um, the sacrifices are no more. It's been done away with because the sacrifice of Jesus Christ was once and for all. Like, I'm not here telling people institutional churches are bad. I'm just My perspective is, is that I think there are some things within the institutional church that could hinder organic life. Things that naturally happen. For example, you could go to a Bible study, but before Bible study starts, everyone's acting normal. Hey, how are you doing? Where'd you go? How's work today? And all of a sudden, okay, guys, let's start, let's start, let's start. Then everyone's quiet. And it's, okay, let's do testimonies. Who wants to do testimonies? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> and it becomes awkward. You know why? 
because it becomes structured again. It wasn't organic. It wasn't flowing naturally from life. Just like many times I would, I could attend a service and I'm just like, Lord, I, I just want to get out of here. I just, I'd rather be at Starbucks and just tell my friend my heart. I'm going through some stuff. And sometimes I'm just waiting for the program to be over. Isn't that interesting, folks, that we call the church a hospital, but yet everyone that goes there looks healthy. <laughs> you know, that's the way it's described, but think about this. When it comes to the building, um, have you ever, I remember going to a church and they were saying, this is the house of God, or uh, the presence of God is in this place. Or I remember when I was a kid, they'd tell me, don't break dance on the stage. You know, it's disrespectful to the house of God because it's like it's holy ground, you know? You and I know, because you have the grace of revelation, that's old covenant language. You know, I don't think I'll see the Ark of the Covenant on a stage anywhere. But we're using old covenant language of the house of the Lord. You know, John chapter 4, I believe, it says, you know, you won't worship on this or that mountain anymore. You'll worship God in spirit and in truth or spirit in reality. You don't have to worry about the temple anymore because now you are the holy temple of God. You are now His dwelling place. You are now the bride. In other words, we are a different form of Jesus Christ on this earth. That if we lose the focus of being relational, which is what the body of Christ is supposed to be all about. That's plain and simple. The body of Christ is just sharing life together, plain and simple. That's it. It's funny how we, we equate church with the sermon. How is it? It had nothing to do with relationship. You know, oh, how was church today? Oh, it, it was like, it's a program. There was dancing and song. And they mentioned nothing about relationships whatsoever. Nothing. Some of them do, some of them don't. But I think many times no. And we're really just trying to figure out ways to entertain. In my opinion, I feel like the more structure, the less life there is. I'm not saying that there's no life because God can do anything. God is so big, He works through everybody. But I think there could be less life. Because I, I feel like God might be looking down at a lot of mega churches that are so caught up in program and entertainment. I feel like God is like laughing and be like, that's not what I had in mind, but you know, I can still work through that. But I feel like God just desires very simple relationships with people. You're doing the kingdom stuff, you're healing the sick, you're proclaiming the gospel, you're breaking bread together, enjoying full meals, uh, and just sharing life. You know, so I tell people, um, if you experience life in the institutional church state, but if you don't, don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty. You're probably on a journey where God's teaching you new things. But hey, folks, I don't know how long you want to keep this. The world is broken. It's full of broken people. The best thing that you can do with them is just love them. Love them. Love them. Because we are the church.